The Lord be with you. Imagine if you were never hungry. Imagine how much work you could get done. Imagine how much less time you would waste. Imagine all the good that you could do. If you could just snap your fingers and turn stones into bread to snap your fingers and satisfy your desires in a moment. Imagine what you could do if you were invulnerable. If you knew that you could never get hurt, that your heart would never be broken, that you were never afraid of dying, imagine what you could dare to do, what you could achieve. If you knew that you could jump off a building and God would send angels to lift you up so you wouldn't dash your foot against a stone, imagine the good that you could do. Imagine what you could do if you could control everyone around you. Imagine what you could do if you would say to people to jump and they would ask how high. Imagine what you could do if the kingdoms of the world opened up their wealth and their resources at your command. Imagine the peace that you could bring. Imagine all the good that you could do if the kingdoms of the world were yours. Imagine what you could do if you were God. Why, you could save the world. The serpent offering Eve the forbidden fruit says, You will be like God, knowing good and evil. And that is always the temptation. It's always the temptation to be like God. To be like God is the temptation to eat the forbidden fruit, to turn stones into loaves of bread. The temptation to have every single desire satisfied in an instant, to have nothing beyond your grasp. And yet when Adam and Eve grasp for that forbidden fruit, when they seek to be like God, suddenly everything is lost between their fingers. To be like God is the temptation to throw yourself from a building and see if angels catch you and carry you up. To be invulnerable to be immortal, to be without fear, to be like God. And yet, when Adam and Eve seek to be like God, they suddenly realize that they are naked. And in that moment, they feel vulnerable and afraid. To be like God is the temptation to rule all the kingdoms of the world, to have everyone at your command. And yet the moment that Adam and Eve seek to be like God, they betray each other. Adam blames Eve, Eve blames the serpent. Suddenly the citizens of Eden are set against each other. To be like God is the temptation to know good and evil, to be judge and jury of every soul in all the world. And yet when Adam and Eve seek to be like God, They judge themselves to be bad and each other worse. And in that moment, paradise is lost. To be like God is always the temptation. And the consequence is always the same. That we lose what it was we sought to gain. And it is true today. 
if we seek to satisfy our every desire, suddenly we discover that nothing satisfies. If we seek to protect our lives from every possibility, suddenly we discover that our lives hold no possibilities. If we seek to control everyone around us, suddenly we discover that we are all alone. And if we seek to be like God, judging good and judging evil, suddenly we discover that we are never good enough. But fortunately, God is good enough to become like us, to become human. Immediately before Jesus is tempted in the wilderness, Jesus is baptized. He's baptized as every single other person who comes to John in the River Jordan is baptized, as an ordinary person. But when Jesus is baptized, a voice from heaven says to everyone who is listening, This is my Son, the Beloved. With Him I am well pleased. And instantly the devil comes and says, If you're the Son of God, be like God. Command these stones to become loaves of bread. Satisfy yourself. But Jesus chooses to be hungry. Jesus chooses to yearn and not be satisfied. The Son of God chooses to be human. The devil says to Jesus, if you are the Son of God, then be like God. Throw yourself off this building. See that the angels will pick you up and you will be invulnerable and immortal. But Jesus chooses to be vulnerable. Jesus chooses to be mortal. The Son of God chooses to be human. And the devil, trying to convince Jesus that if he can't be like God, then being the Son of God is useless, the devil says to him, well then, why don't you be like God by bowing down to me and I will give you authority over all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. But Jesus, he chooses to give up all his power. He chooses to control nothing but his own actions. The Son of God chooses to be human. We think that if we were like God, we could save the world, and yet God saves the world by becoming like us. I'm going to say that again. We think that if we were like God, we could save the world, but God saves the world By becoming like us. When God created the heavens and the earth in the beginning, God created this world and all that is in it, including people. And God saw that they were good. And they were. But a voice comes to us, as it came to us then and comes to us now, a voice that said, you got to do more. You got to be more. You got to be like God, knowing good and knowing evil. 
And every time we say yes to that temptation to be like God, we lose everything we sought to gain. But God regains humanity by giving up God's divinity, by becoming like us. In Jesus, God shows us that paradise is not lost. It's simply waiting for us to believe what God said about us at the beginning, that we are good, just as God made us. In Jesus, God shows us that God's beloved Son is not an angel or a superhero with powers, that God's beloved Son, with whom God is well pleased, is a person, an ordinary human being washing in the water. In Jesus, God shows us that the path to eternal life comes not from being like God, but from trusting God even when God gives us bodies that get hungry, that get hurt, that die. Satan tries to convince Jesus that maybe Scripture is about whether or not he can jump off of buildings and be safe. Just as Satan today tries to convince us that Scripture is about all sorts of things. It's about the age of the earth. It's about when the the apocalypse is going to happen. It's about how we get healthy, wealthy, and prosperous. But Jesus knows that Satan is selling a scam because in Jesus God reveals that all of Scripture is meant to point to one thing and one thing alone. That we are to believe what God said about us in the beginning. That we are good, just as God made us to be, and that when we believe this, we have the fullness of life now and forever. And so that we might understand this truth of God's word, Jesus, in the chapter immediately following his temptations, preaches his own sermon in response to those of Satan. And he says, imagine Imagine if you were hungry, well, then you would be blessed. You would be blessed because you could hunger and thirst for righteousness, and you would be satisfied. And Jesus says, imagine if you were vulnerable, if you could die, well, then you would be blessed because your heart could be broken, and you could mourn, and you would be comforted. And you could be persecuted for righteousness' sake. And yours would be the kingdom of God. And Jesus says, imagine. Imagine if you couldn't control anyone else but yourself. Well, then you would be blessed. For you could be a peacemaker. And be called children of God. And and you could be meek. And you will inherit the earth. Jesus says, imagine if you were human you would be blessed because you could do only what God has made you to do. Imagine if you were human, you would be blessed for you would be exactly what God has made you to be. Imagine if you were human, you would be blessed for God saved the world by being like you. For you, human, can do what God cannot which is hear the voice from heaven say, You are my beloved child with whom I am well pleased. And you could believe it 
And in such faith, paradise is found. May we share it with the world. Amen.